Welcome to Live the Fuel. Welcome to Live Welcome the Fuel. To Live the Fuel. Focusing on health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney. All right, good day and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another Live the Fuel show. So today I am recording back at Thrive Make Money Matter 2017. Uh, we're recording this live in the networking lounge uh, here in Las Vegas at the Hard Rock Casino and resort and giant pool and everything else going on here. Uh, but pretty cool, guys. I actually uh, got to connect yet again with another new Thrive Triber. There's been over 17 different shows and episodes and co-hosts already from last year's event. And so I just can't wait to keep growing the new connections like today. This gentleman, uh, we just started casually chatting because we got networked through somebody else. and found out we have a lot more in common than I realized. Uh, but uh, I'll, I'll give you guys a little bit of a skinny on this guy, and then obviously we'll get to know him more together because I just met him literally today a few hours ago. So this guy resides in one of my favorite areas of Colorado, Crested Butte. And if you are a skier or a snowboarder or a mountain biker, it's the holy land of just uh, uh, the beauty of Colorado. Um, but this gentleman actually has been uh, uh, doing a little ski racing over his years. And, and for some of you guys who have heard some of my older... There he is. That's Michael O'Neill, a solopreneur hour. And uh, anyway, so long story short, this guy grew up ski racing, so he knows his way around the two-plank life. And uh, he's doing something else with his new brand, which is called Academy of Skiing. So we're going to get into this today. So without further ado, let's welcome to the show our newest co-host, Scott Chrisman. Welcome, sir. I love the first name. <laughs> I love yours as well, man. <laughs> so welcome, man. And how many podcasts have you ever been on? Uh, this is actually my first one. This is what I love, man. We are just popping the cherries of so many people. A lot of people have never been on podcasts before, so I love to help bring that about and bring a change. So um, I wanted to get you on the show because you're just doing things that are different. And uh, that's going to be, we'll get more on that to today. But obviously, we're here at Thrive, man. We just finished. I, I want to get this on the recording now while it's still fresh and we're passionate. Um, we just finished a powerful session the end of Saturday, and it's, dude, I don't even know how to describe what we just did. We did it last year. You weren't here last year, but I've done, the, I've done the thumbprint thing. What did you think about this? What did it mean to you? Help our listeners understand why you're a little emotional right now. Oh, so many reasons why I am so emotional right now. Um, Cole Hatter, the founder of Thrive, just... Yep told a story about living on borrowed time, having an, a car accident, losing one of his best friends, and then 66 days later, losing his other best friend, and losing people, being a professional big mountain skier and an extreme sports athlete is something that I'm very familiar with. Yeah, and man, if these aren't easy sports. Being an adrenaline junkie does not always bring safety. No. It doesn't, and there's a reason why we do it, and it's not because we're seeking to defy death or we're seeking to make, um, you know, like we're, we're seeking to laugh in death's face or anything like that. It's just that that is where we're comfortable, and that's where we find passion. And, um, man, so many things hit home from what just happened. Uh, Cole just had us put our thumbprint on a poster board that had different words on it, but they all pretty much mean 
similar things gift yeah impact, some gift yeah exactly purpose. legacy purpose yeah and basically just committed signed with my thumbprint that i am going to help make a purpose-driven business which academy of skiing is one of them but make an impact on this world and help make this world a better place in the name of Stephen matt his two best friends that passed away yep. and for me as well the number of friends that i've lost whether whatever the situation was yeah we those. talk about this right now because i you 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 kind of said hey they got to chill earlier and as you just said this like i, I feel i mean I, just for our listeners guys like I'm, I'm wearing like a full suit on and i actually got a full chill like i feel my hair standing up on my arms because part of the backstory behind cole creating make money matter was in their memory and helping us realize that there is something about our lives like if as you fast forward your life years from now like what is the legacy you are leaving behind what is the imprint you're leaving on this earth is it positive is it negative and dude he lost his boys at 21 years of age man like your whole life is ahead of you you're still an adolescent but hey man you're you're you're, you're legal to drink whatever that's not just that's just one of the check boxes but let's, let's be real we all go out and have a good time oh, yeah. um but yeah man you're just entering your adult years and uh man that's just that trifecta, that brotherhood that they had together, and he lost it. And now it's him creating a legacy, so to speak, in their names. It's pretty powerful. And so you connected on this to a certain point, too, because you've also lost friends, right? Is this really – I was hearing this earlier. That's why I wanted to get this out before we forgot about it. Yeah. So when I was 13, uh, I was at a ski race in Vail, Colorado, and uh, there was a girl that I had been to the Olympic Training Center with for training camp, uh, off-season dry land training camp. There were about 30 of us there, and I just found her to be a, an amazing soul, one of those people who just bring light to the world wherever she went and who wasn't in it for the ego at that age being at the olympic training center is really easy for a lot of us to let our ego get away from us oh yeah think that we were amazing think that we were hot shit and uh she was just one of those people that was humble and there in the moment and there to spread joy and there for others instead of being there for herself herself and i you know, I developed uh, a crush on her, and sounds I, like it, man. I wanted to tell her at this ski race, and I actually witnessed her get hit by a snowmobile. Crazy! And she was was she on a training run, or was she? Yeah, it was yeah. before inspection. For those that don't know about ski racing, you inspect the course before yep. you, you go run down with it. your coaches. You you check out all the gates. Was this a slalom or GS? It was a slalom race, all right. um, and she ended up passing away and i never had the opportunity to express to her how i felt and let alone even get to know her more or better and uh man i didn't ever realize that how much it affected me until recently having talked about it with a couple other people and now it's been something that's been a topic that's been on my mind and something that I realized I still needed to process. And then you hear a backstory like this today and it's like, whoa, okay, you hit it again. Yeah, totally. And then six months after that, I was the first person on the scene to an accident where at Mount Hood, Oregon, which is a summer training place. Oh yeah, we used to send some of our athletes out there. And uh, I was the first person on an accident. A kid skied too close to the rocks, the rocks warm up, the snow around the rocks it gets slushy 
ski sunk in. He flew into the rocks and he passed Did away. Double ejection or? Yeah. Yeah. After. For our listeners, that's basically your skis stop and you keep going and your boots will literally double eject and it's like a freaking springboard, man. Yeah. Um, and he ended up passing away after a life flight. And then, you know, fast forward, a kid that I grew up ski racing with, Tony Seibert, he was the child of one of the founders of Vail Resorts, passed away in an avalanche. That's crazy. And then one of my Wait, wait. What year was that? I was there. 2013, yeah. 2014. Yeah, I know. I remember. The, I was the day the avalanche, they had closed out um, uh, Basin. Uh, they closed down access out there because we, we go skiing out there in Vail every year. Yep. And I remember I was actually, we were getting our ride back to the airport. Yep. And they had already closed it. And then they had made the announcement that he had passed away. Yep. And we were like, dude, like you're the part of the freaking Vail. I mean, for our listeners, guys, if you're not a skier, like Vail Corporation owns a lot of mountains. And this dude knew his stuff. And this isn't the first time I've heard this, too, because it's not just that story, but just to connect with you um, – I had mountaineer buddies, you know, living in Colorado, dude. They were all mountaineering guys. Like, they took me on my first backcountry ski trip. They didn't mess around. Like, we were, you know, Avi Beacons, like, lots of training, taking your time, being extra safe. But even the best guys, I remember a couple years later, one of the dudes I met on that trip, um, that guy passed away in, it was, I think it might have been Utah in an avalanche. And that guy was a pro. Like, he trained other people how to do it. Yeah. So, this is what it's... It's, it's kind of a wake-up call. It's like, guys, like, life happens. Like, we yeah. can't plan for these things, dude. Like, that's why I tell people all the time, like, dude, I can get hit by a car tomorrow. Yep. That's why I live the life I do. It sounds like that's why you live. Like, you and I have uh, some similarities on the adrenaline junkie lifestyle, and it's not just because we're trying to get some bragging rights. It's we're living our life. And what I'm hearing from you is, you know, that, that girl that you clearly had, you know, deeper feelings for, your other buddies you've lost. It's like, you know what? What are we doing with our lives? Okay, what are we gonna do? Like, like coming here to this event, thrive, make money matter. It's like, okay, well, we do obviously do need to make money to survive. Yep. But what are we gonna do along that path? What are we gonna do along the way? What is the legacy you're leaving behind? And that's is that part of the fuel behind the fire, so to speak, going into your academy, the ski project, everything? Yeah, definitely. Um, academy of skiing for me, uh, it's multifaceted. Um, a lot of it skiing number one skiing is my passion and it's what I know the best in life okay. so I might as well start a business surrounding what I know best there you go um, number two to inspire others to get out and especially people who wouldn't normally be able to enjoy the mountain because of lack of knowledge there's a definitely a huge gap in learning you know never not having any information about learning how to ski yeah and becoming <laughs> like a local yeah. yeah you and you and i joked around earlier about like i'm a us obviously you and i both have ussa education ussa for our listeners guys is a you know, certified body uh for professional ski race coaching training protocols etc and then the, in the regular non-race world you have the psa here in the u.s which is the professional ski instructors association i've always said for years they should have been merged in the same that way everybody's on the same page whole different podcast but um <laughs> yeah long story short psa very book and verbiage intense and ussa actually applies skill sets that actually can be used on the race course and for traditional basic all mountain skiing yep. um but even bo whether whether we have one favorite or the other, we joked around this earlier, but it's like 
there's always room to improve. Yeah. And that's what we learned today from so many world-class entrepreneurs speaking here. Like, dude, um, the last guy, the freaking billionaire, he's like, dude, he said, you got to go after the big stuff. You got to set the big goals. You can't be going after the small-time stuff. So what are we doing to set those big goals and get after the big initiatives? Because it's going to be the ones that freak us out the most. But this project you're launching, it's, it, could go, it could go big if you do it right. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I actually just heard two minutes ago that my podcast, I'm going to have an Olympic gold medalist on it and get it. You get him on? <laughs> David you know? Wise. Oh, yeah? Olympic half So gold how, when did you get that update? Uh, literally five minutes ago when I was going to the bathroom. Okay. He messaged me and told me that he Sweet. was down. Awesome, so, man. Um, yeah, big things are happening. But yeah, I'd, I'd love to shake up the ski industry a little bit and, uh, you know, the thing about skiing right now is the professionals the people at the top of the sport like david wise like lexi dupont like ian mcintosh people that i know well and hold very dearly is the tourists that support the the meat and potatoes of the skiing economy don't have any ambition or desire to do what me or lexi or david or ian do right. necessarily it's yeah, just it, you're, the, you're the rare one 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 percentile so to speak yeah in the sport yeah Totally. And I'd love to figure out a way or I am figuring out a way to bridge the gap so that their knowledge can still impact the tourists. Sure. And giving them, giving the tourists an ability to go out and enjoy the sport because it's such a beautiful sport you get to push your limits yep you get to push your boundaries you get to be out in nature and appreciate places and things that most people never get to i agree majestic seri- uh, outdoor if you're an outdoorsy nut i mean just majestic scenery i mean mountains that you've never skied before you and i were just chatting about my wedding plans we we're talking about the, you know, <laughs> you know uh, revel stoke and and just like I've never skied in Canada, but you know, again, being in the race circuit, you get to go around and hit some of these rare mountains. Yep. And, and again, our listeners, guys, being a race athlete, let's be real, it is not a hugely financially successful position. No. Uh, if you do well and you get sponsorship, that helps. But a lot of pro athletes are kind of paying their own way, so to speak. Would oh, you yeah. agree with that? Yeah, definitely. Uh, as far as the U.S. ski team goes and racing, you pay your own way if you're on the D team or the C team. If you're on the B team, you're pretty much breaking even. And if you're on the A team, you might be making some money. Some money, if you're lucky. Lindsey Vaughn, Michaela Schifrin, people like that probably are making... Lindsey Vaughn has turned her success and gone to social media and used that currency to then increase her economic value. Okay. But for the most part... Most of these skiers are not making that much money. I agree. I agree. And I think you've, you brought a very valuable point here is that and I love the fact you use the word academy because academy can apply to the professional sports world. Uh, it can also apply to the, the just the regular, like you said, the regular everyday skier who does pay the bills, so to speak, right? Like they're the ones who keep the doors open on the ski mountains. They're the ones who pay, if you go to Vail, 100 <laughs> Fifty, sixty dollars a day now to freaking ski, uh, crazy. Uh, that's so why I buy an epic pass every <laughs> yeah. year. Um, 
There's your life hack, ladies and gentlemen. If you ever go to Colorado and you want to go ski bail, do not pay the regular retail rate. Just buy the $500 pass, and you can go as many times as you need to. And plan um, it out because they stop selling it sometime in November, as far as yes, I know. Yes, like we buy ours as soon as it gets released. Yep. I put my $50 deposit on, and they just billed me actually like two weeks ago for it. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. We, it's not our first rodeo. Totally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think we could tie this back to the fact that being a pro athlete, it totally starts building you the mental fortitude, the mindset to start bulletproofing your, not just your sport and your skill set, but also you can carry those, those same traits, those same learning practices into the entrepreneurial ways. It takes time. It's not turnkey. Oh, yeah. But you have the right fundamentals because you have to put in the reps. You have to put in the work. You have to be able to defeat, your, defeat the negative mi- mindset days and get things more positive. So... Yeah, it's like when you're not having a good training week. Yeah. Say you're going to have that in a business. Again, our speakers tonight, um, we're talking about the curve, right? The ups and downs. Again, the billionaire. Uh, yeah. We talk about ups and downs, ups and downs. He's like, dude, you can't get cocky because that, that one day you're up, the next day you're down. Yeah, So totally. And you can't get depressed when you're down because the only place you can go from there is right. up. And, and again, back to our earlier passionate, emotional conversation, like, Dude, again, Cole's story is just freaking nuts, but he talks about how deep the depression hit him, Yeah. right? I mean, doing pills and alcohol and stuff just to numb himself so you don't have to deal with it. But then eventually he had to dig himself out because yeah. he realized, like, dude, I actually survived, whereas my friends didn't. What am I going to do with that? You know, yeah. they don't have anything beyond that 21 years, right? What are we doing in their name, their legacy? You know, you can't basically flush your life down the shitter so to speak yeah yeah totally i mean you can you have that choice people do it all the time you have that choice but it would be a disservice and a dishonor to the people who have passed before us to fall into a pattern like that well let's be real i mean for you dude i mean this isn't gonna happen overnight it's gonna take some time yeah right so i think that's the other thing is going back to my point earlier is like make sure we we are setting realistic examples that's why when i ran into you earlier and you know i started vibing i'm like dude Let's just do a podcast ASAP. Let's not miss the opportunity because there's going to be some good energy. And we already had energy earlier. Oh, yeah. So it was fired up energy earlier. And then we got some emotional, like, vulnerability energy that came out of the end of Saturday night here, which is just awesome. Yeah. Um, It's just there's so much going on in my mind. I mean, is your brain still racing? (laughs) Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm thinking about a couple other experiences that I've had. I lost my best friend a year and a half ago. Uh, Jordan Niedrich passed away in a speed flying accident. Is that the, wait, is uh where you get the wingsuit? No, no? so it's, uh, you're skiing, but you have a a wing above you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I forgot the name of that. So that's speed flying. Speed flying. Or speed riding. But they don't mention the word skiing in that branding. No. Weird. I mean, it's a pretty small sport, speed riding. I always called yeah. it paraskiing. Yeah. Well, it's parachute. slightly different. Because so you have a sail, basically. Yep. Paraskiing is with a paraglider. So the paraglider is more of a full-sized wing where you can catch thermals and go up. Right. Uh, speed wing is very high speed. It's yeah, you're basically like clearing from one mountain ridge to the next mountain ridge. Like I've, I watched the videos. Yeah, totally. Big, big Red Bull fan. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> so it's uh, it's not again to our listeners, guys. Like we're t- talking about this, like it's super fun, and like some people are like you're <laughs> freaking nuts. So yeah, um, I mean, hell, there's people probably in your life that thought you were nuts going onto a race course, hauling ass between race gates. 
Um, oh, yeah. It's not for everybody. That's no. cool. Yeah. So, but what are you going to do with that energy? I mean, the cool thing about you is that you've built some professional exposure. You built some of the networking. You're starting to bring in some big names. So, what are you going to do entrepreneurial? Hey, great. I, I'm going to figure out something, man. I'm going to start building this academy project. Maybe I can actually finally change the industry to a positive transition. I'm excited by it. I think it's that's why I was like, dude, I was like, I'll be here. If you can figure that out, I was like, I'll be an ambassador. I'll promote the hell out of it. Yeah. So, um, I mean, what is your primary demographic then? You're really trying to target the, the regular everyday skiers, tourists, like just trying to help them find the right education? Yeah. I mean, I really want to help people who are just getting into the sport and make it something that is enjoyable because you get the wrong ski boots you get the you're wearing jeans you, you know you oh do the, the blue jean skier i call that jersey skiing <laughs> i was born in jersey yep, so i'm totally. like no dude I, yeah i did that one time when i was 18 never did it again um yeah i mean some of you guys if you listen maybe you do blue jean skiing go for it not really that enjoyable um <laughs> yeah it's just it's not recommended and it can make it less enjoyable if you have the perseverance to still make it fun while oh, yeah. you're cold and while your legs are wet well, then a, per a perfect client is an example I, I just flew in from a wedding last night in syracuse new york so one of our girlfriends was there her name was nathalia grew yep. up in columbia yep. never skied ever we took her skiing last year and my fiance grew up ski racing so she knows how to she can she can help her yeah and she gave her her mother's pair of boots and it they just suck like it's the kind of pair of boots where it's like you are in hell on earth oh yeah and that's what she skied with and we said all right don't judge skiing by that clearly that's not a pair of boots for you to try totally and i told her this year i was like listen go to a shop a lot of shops you can rent boots for the season i was like if you want to spend any money anywhere we'll we'll hook you up with some skis yep just focus on good boots totally Bless you. Excuse me. So, I mean, and again, there, there's a little life hack for you guys. If you're trying to get into skiing, there's one of your lessons that you can be giving through the Academy of Skiing. It's like, guys, boots are like everything. Everything. I can ski with no poles. Totally. Boots are everything. Yep. <laughs> Actually, we always ski with no poles because you got to carry race gate bundles on your shoulders and yep, what the hell you need poles for. Right. So, you got to wrench gates into the into the hill. and. <laughs> well, and then they switched over the brush tips. Now you don't have to wrench them anymore. Oh, I did not know you that. You haven't seen that? It's been a while for oh, me. Okay, wow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm up on you a little bit on this one? Whoa. A little bit. I, okay. I ran away from the ski racing industry and went towards freestyle and free ride because I was a little bit rebellious and now okay now i'm trying to round myself down a little bit i, was, I got you <laughs> i was getting a little sharp around the edges so where's the academy of skiing at now and obviously academy of skiing.com and we'll have all the stuff linked in the show notes um i know you already have i already like the academy of skiing on the facebook page uh so what is your target demographic right now like where are you at in your current build-up phase is right now is it building brand awareness and then building the training culture and design or what, where are you at right now so a lot of it is in, I have a lot of content created and um, a lot of it is in word form. Okay. And so a lot of it is going to be converting that to video form. Yep. I have, uh, I do have a lot of video shot as well. Um, the only product that I have for sale right now is an off-season training program that I developed with my personal trainer. Wait a minute. You mean, mean people should be doing dry land training? <laughs> I think we talked about that earlier, too. We did. I can't stand it when an athlete comes into the season and they haven't done any dry land training. Like, dude, fitness is year-round. Yeah. So what could you be doing? I'm going to guess. Is there any lunging involved in this? There is lots of lunging. Very, 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 very good, very good, very good. Yep. Yes. Uh, Squats, lunging. lunges. You got, your legs are everything, dude. Legs are everything in that sport. 
Totally. One thing that my personal trainer and I really focus on is linking the chains of muscles. So having it be really full body, and that's mm -hmm. especially developed for me because I'm trying to do flips in the air and grabs and, you know, yep. be able to spin and contort my body at the same time and spot a landing and everything so for me it's yeah you got more balls than i got on that one i'm not the <laughs> i'm not the aerial guy I, I love going fast um but i do not do the flipping and the crazy jumping so uh all you <laughs> <laughs> but you're right you had that that takes a, uh, a sense of body awareness yep. body control uh knowing that I mean, I'm sure you guys probably train in foam pits and stuff where you can mm -hmm. crash into them. Yep. So, but just because you Trampolines. have a foam pit doesn't mean that's going to teach you everything. You still have to have the body awareness to know where you're at in the spin, where you're at in the flip. That takes physical conditioning, yep. strengthening. Yeah. So totally, and uh, a mind-body connection and a neuro neurological awareness of where you are in space. Okay, and is that some of that you get into in some of that off-season training, or is that going to be more of the advanced level stuff that you're going to build out? So we have the program has. 24 different workouts okay so you could walk into it without really having any sort of fitness background i uh, have a free training that describes three movements that i think are really important learning how to plank learning how to squat and learning how to deadlift nice and so that's already on the website it's already on the website Sweet. um those three are really important just in, you know, functional fitness is a buzzword right now. So oh, people yeah. freak out I'm about I'm a CrossFitter, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but really, in the end, it's being able to use your body for what you want to use it for. Sure. And a lot of, you know, it, in skiing, you're not going to get away from using your core and your legs in two different ways. Oh, you can. It's just not going to go well. <laughs> yeah, okay. Especially if you're trying to uh, ski big mountains out west, yep. right? I mean, that's the other thing. I joke around because we have the Pocono Mountains in Pennsylvania. So our runs, you're basically on the lift a lot because it's like, boom, 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 you're just gone. <laughs> yep. Out west, dude, you're dealing with, you know, go to Breckridge, you're at 12,000 feet. Yep. Let alone the altitude training, you were dealing with the fact that, hey, you guys got to start focusing on, you're going to be on the mountain for like at least an hour, like average run. At least. So depending on your skill level, depending yep. on the conditions, the visibility, the amount of snow that day, the amount of other tourists around you, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so now is this so the whole goal of your master plan is this platform is going to be all virtual. So that means you can get through to anybody, anywhere, any, any part of the world, really, not just the country. Yeah, definitely. And uh, it's scalable within the business for if you, you know, if you start to have a passion for skiing and you want to get better and you want to get better at park racing or big mountain uh, and you have someone that's willing to film you, you can send me video. I'll oh, sweet. E edit it down. We'll connect for a Skype call. Because then you can do reviews on the video content. Exactly. See, again, this came right out of the academy. I mean, when we were coaching our kids we actually the last couple of years before i stepped down i was like dude we got to get the video out there more man because they got to see what we're talking about they got to see what we're doing and that's all it is like these people don't know what they're doing they got like guys watch what you're doing here's the video so we started going out there and just standing with the camcorders man and videoing all that so yeah totally uh i went to a ski academy in salt lake city called romark and we had a short bus that we would take up to park city nice. and we had a tv in the front and so we'd go up, we'd get, we'd set the course, we'd get about six runs, we'd pull the course, then we'd go, and on the way down from Park City to Salt Lake, we would review video. We'd each get two runs there you of go. video. Maximize your time and yeah. 
Exactly. You're already in a vehicle anyway. You can sit there and just jerk each other off or yell at each other or you know whatever. But it's like, hey, why don't we? We're here for training. Yep. Let's maximize as much review time as you can on that way back. Okay, here's what you can do. One or two things work on the next run. Boom, done. Totally. And one of the things that you don't realize um, is having an outside perspective of what you're doing is really powerful because if you, you know, one of the big things in ski racing and then skiing in general is having your hands up. Sometimes you feel like your hands are right in front of your eyes. Yeah. And they're at a 40. They're right down at your hip. Yeah. Yep. Totally. Um, I can't tell you how many times I'm yelling, hands up, hands up. I was like, if you can't see your hands with your goggles on, your hands are too low. Totally. Your hands are out here. It's weird too, man, because like, but when you're in a course in an aggressive race attack position, it's your your hands should be there because especially if you're pulling. Again, for our listeners, <laughs> well, you picture taking your ski pole, tucking it up under your armpit. If you're in a full tuck, you know, on a course, for example, your your hands are way the hell in front of you. Uh, but the point is, is, like a lot of people, they're lackadaisical. They get lazy in the course. You know, man, you can be dropping into a corner and maybe you're dragging knuckles on one hand, whereas the other one's fine. It's very common. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, but it's really easy to convince yourself and think that uh, the one-inch adjustment that you made was a six-inch adjustment. Having video proof will tell all. Oh, yeah. You, so. can't, you can't argue that. Like, oh, no, I didn't do that. Really? Well, oh, <laughs> let, me, let me rewind this spot. What does that look like? <laughs> totally. And then, like, oh, man, you got me. I did not realize it. And totally. Yeah, it's very helpful. That's awesome, man, that you actually can do that as a service. So, because... Not everybody has a ski race coach or a or an instructor in their back pocket. Totally. So if that's something like, hey, but nowadays everybody doing GoPro. Great, I got all this GoPro footage. I can just upload it to you. You can chunk it all down. So all right, man, let's just do a follow up call. We'll break down your first two runs and see what kind of critiques we can pull out of it. Maybe a couple of lessons. That's what I'm getting out of this, right? Yeah, totally. I wouldn't use GoPro footage from. Uh, point of view standpoint POV. no you need, a, you need uh, somebody to go proing somebody else exactly right but yeah. you know as long as you have a friend a partner a mom a dad yeah someone who's out there willing to film you then or if you're out with your boys or girls whatever but it's like dude you guys are usually chasing each other anyway so just swap footage say hey thanks for filming me i need that to go send it to my online guy <laughs> yeah exactly yeah academy of skiing.com guys academy of skiing <laughs> so um well, listen, me. Is there anything else out there that you wanted to get out there? Because uh, I know we have to get to a pool party, uh, ladies and gentlemen. We have a really hard life here tonight. Yeah, um, it's pretty rough. We had powerful words that left us emotional. Now we got to get changed and go and just mingle and relax in the beautiful. And I will say, it's actually beautiful today because it's not 115 degrees because it's September 30th today. Ooh, it's actually International Podcasting Day. Is it really? It, that's actually a thing, and it's actually today. So we are recording on International Podcasting Day. Congratulations, sir. Boom. Yeah, we won't drop these mics, so these are expensive. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the uh, is there anything else out there messaging-wise that since I literally just met you a few hours ago that we can help get you out there as far as online exposure or whatever? Um, you know, I just want to encourage each and every listener to realize that you only live once and, the, you know, the term YOLO is uh, severely abused these days and it's something that I'm really trying to change um, from uh, outside the ski industry for everyone especially for Millennials is realizing that the fact that you only live once means that you should go out and fight every day to do 
your best job at being yourself. And uh, that doesn't mean that you're not going to make mistakes. It doesn't mean that it's, you know, that you're not going to have rough days or, you know, that perfection is even attainable. Yeah. But keeping that in the back of your mind, uh, especially for me, having such a stark contrast on how quickly a light can be snuffed out. Yeah. Um, you know, understanding we were just talking about how you can you can walk outside and get hit by a car. Yeah. You can, there are a number of things that can happen that can take you out of this planet. And so understanding that and understanding that every moment matters um, and, you know, realizing that you really can make a difference just by being you. And um, I, could, I could tell you just from hearing anything you're throwing at us that um, it's funny because we actually normally close out the episodes with my co-host uh actually giving the final words of the show and you basically are already doing it perfectly so way to be an overachiever and proactive um but i love your messaging on a bigger definition behind yolo you know the whole you only live once because i almost feel like you could probably after this show kind of create your own spin-off of it like something that's unique to you and your brand because sounds like you know again i think yolo gets thrown around too much oh yeah uh, I, I spent many years living off of the Ernest Hemingway quote, you know, live life to the fullest. Yep. And I use that to fuel my fire to create live the fired up epic life, a.k.a. live the fuel. So, like, hey, great. That's a great statement. I used it for years. Now it's time to create my own piece of that yep. and then define that to our listeners and to my followers, which is basically what you're doing. It sounds heavily that you truly do believe in YOLO, but, you know, let's take it to the next level. So, yeah. Totally. And I'm actually in the process of writing a book right now that kind of outlines some of my experiences and memoirs and, uh, you know, from breaking my back to losing friends and, you know, the other stuff that we spoke about earlier um, that hopefully can encourage people just to understand from my story how I've come to the place that I'm at yep. and maybe help them shortcut a couple of the mistakes that I've made, um, bypass those and really find a purpose uh, quicker and easier. I like it, man. And it isn't, I think it's really easy to theoretically understand stuff. It does take experience to truly understand and to empathize with others so you know it's never gonna be an easy life and you're like i said earlier you're always gonna make mistakes but it's how you react and deal with those mistakes and those failures and whether you look at them as an opportunity to grow and an opportunity to get vulnerable with those around you and with yourself and become a better person or you can use them as an excuse to stay the same, to stay in the same pattern, and to be the same person day in and day out. And I, I could tell you, you're talking to the right audience because there's no excuses allowed on this show. So <laughs> uh, I tell people all the time, like we truly do have the choice. It is that people throw around the Carpe Diem, the YOLO, whatever. Guys, like he's dropping the words to you guys right now. It's like stop making excuses take action i love the fact that you are a millennial but yet 
that's the power of being a, a more of a professional athlete is that you've unfortunately gotten thrown into a lot more shit than most people do. And it does change your mindset. It does take you to the next level. You probably had some amazing coaches and influencers that helped you to get to where you're at mentally now. Oh, yeah. And that's the beauty of it is like you've already got a strong foundation to really build this new brand, you know, for the Academy of Skiing. I, I'm, I'm excited for you, man. This is really, really cool. So besides the fact we're at this epic conference called Thrive Make Money Matter, that's also a bonus. So Yep, um, so epic. Uh, quick shout-out. You said, I, you know, I've had mentors. It's very true. Uh, just a quick shout-out to Matt Belair, and he runs a company called Zen Athlete, okay. which is an amazing resource for any athlete to realize their full potential. He's got a book out there. Okay. Um, he's an amazing dude. And he you have to get us connected, man. If he's an author and oh, he's yeah. got some good words to share, we'll get him on. And he's got his own podcast as well. Awesome. So, you know, that uh, cross-pollination that we there were talking we about earlier yeah. before the podcast, um, I'll definitely get you in touch with him. He's a powerful, powerful dude. He's definitely very spiritual and has, you know, beliefs that not everyone would share. But his information is practically usable and... Um, you know, applicable to any any person, but specifically any athlete. Awesome, awesome. Well, def- we'll but definitely link his information in the show notes as well. Because anytime we do name dropping, I always make sure it gets gets thrown in the show notes for the blog article. That way, he gets a little more exposure out of. Plus, I guess me excuse to follow up on who all these people are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so totally. Uh, and I appreciate the uh, the networking opportunity. I'm always I'm, that's all I try and do. Every time I bring a new co-host on, I'm going to try and find a way you get connected better. Great. you got somebody else that can come on, maybe help benefit our audience. That's the power of all this type of stuff is that we just got to keep doing that over and over again. And more people will get to learn from this the power of f- free content, podcasting. That's why I love it. So, yeah. All right, guys. So that was Scott Chrisman. That's the academyofskiing.com. Check him out. If you want to become a better skier, this is the guy. Okay, He's done way crazier crap than even I have done. So To our listeners, guys, this is another live episode from Thrive Make Money Matter, this time in 2017 here at the Hard Rock Casino in Las Vegas. We've got a pool party to go to and then another whole day of more speakers and powerful content tomorrow. So we've said it before. We'll say it again. Keep living a fired up epic life. And we'll talk to you guys again soon. Hey there, Live the Fuel fans. Quick commercial break. Uh, Before we close out the episode, just wanted to give you some extra tips and tricks before we send you on your way. So again, thank you again for listening to the Live the Fuel show. I hope you got a lot out of this recent episode. Uh, More importantly, please subscribe to this show if you haven't subscribed yet. Stay in touch. Get me some feedback. Submit a review on iTunes or Stitcher. And get us the voice of you, the listener, so we can build this content back into the show and make sure that I'm actually taking you, the listener, into the this uh, design and future as Live the Fuel grows. So again, subscribe, submit a review, stay in touch. Heck, on that point, go visit livethefueltank.com. Livethefueltank.com. That will take you to the link to our private Facebook group community where you can join and I can stay more in touch with you going forward outside of the podcast world. All right, last quick little piece here for you guys, some extra value. One, Go to livethefuel.com main page. You'll see on there we have our free resources guide. If you are looking for free content and not having to pay for it, consider getting on my email list. You click on the button, send me my copy, get your Super 7's resources guide. There's over 21 of my favorite online resources that I've built into this little uh, electronic guide for you guys. There's no cost. It'll just be emailed to you just by hopping on my email. Again, just thank you for listening. I want to give you some value. Uh, Second piece of my little extra 
nuggets of knowledge, if you want to call it this, is go to the resources section on the site. In there, I have three columns, health, business, lifestyle, and two right off the bat that I want to make sure you guys are taking advantage of is number one, eatpillynuts.com, and number two, villacapelli.com. Their logos are on the site. You got a big bowl of nuts there, and you got a cool big V Power V logo. Both of those, if you use the discount code FUEL, F-U-E-L, you will get 10% off at checkout. So take advantage of that, please, and thank you. And more importantly, there's other companies linked on there. Uh, my nutritional and health alignment with Isogenics since 2010. Uh, the Pure Vitamin Club company for their kick-ass magnesium B12 and an awesome multi-cap. There's some additional business resources on there. Number one, Singularis IT. I go mountain biking and road cycling with the founder. This is a legitimate IT company. I don't care where you are in the world, you can use their services. We're talking about serious white glove level services. I've moved all of my IT solutions over to them and I outsource them regularly for any future and onboarding clients down the road. And lastly, but not leastly, David Studio. If you have no clue who this guy is, guess what? He is my new audio engineer. This is the guy I've been having making it happen behind the scenes. I found him through the Fiverr world. So if you search for David, D-A-V-I-D, studio on Fiverr, you can track this guy down. But guess what? He's also on the Upwork platform. He's on the People Per Hour platform. You can search for him through his real name. I've never literally physically met this guy or talked to him in person. We have been just met through the online world. But if you search for E-M-I-N, that's I believe pronounced Emin, and uh, Fikik, which is F as in Frank, I-K-I-C, you can search for him in Upwork people per hour. Oh, more importantly, just go to Fiverr like I did. But if you are a podcaster or somebody just looking to get quality audio engineering, this is your guy. So again, guys, I'll let you get back to your day. Thanks again for listening to Live the Fuel. We'll talk to you guys again soon. Thank you for listening to Live the Fuel. Visit us at livethefuel.com. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more at Live the Fuel. Live the fired up epic life. Hashtag Live the Fuel.